Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about deep acceptance of another person and why that is valuable in your own journey. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so I'm going to share a post that I wrote for Instagram the other day. Uh, Periodically, as you know, I like to share those here and then elaborate on them. So the post was, deep acceptance of another person is often the doorway to deep acceptance of ourselves. Since so much of what we resent in others is a reflection of what we've disowned in ourselves, Meeting another person with curiosity, compassion, and love is an essential component in our journey toward becoming whole. So, uh, this was a popular post. It seemed to resonate with a lot of people. I wanted to talk about this in the reverse context that I think it's often talked about, which is that as you accept yourself, you're better able to accept others. Well, it can also work in the other direction as you work to hold another person with acceptance, with love, with curiosity, understanding, compassion. You're simultaneously reorganizing your relationship to yourself. And it can be really powerful uh, as a practice when other people are triggering you or activating something in you. It usually means that they represent something that you have committed your life to not being, that you've said, I'm never going to be like that. And so you can ask yourself in those moments, what about this person have I committed to not becoming? And why? You know, where, where did this internal agreement stem from? How early in childhood? Or is it more recent? And do I fear deep down that I have the potential to be similar? Do I fear deep down that I have the potential to be similar to this person? Or, this one is where it tends to be even more true, have I been like that in the past and then experienced some loss of love and safety uh, or was uh, uh, ostracized by people for being that way? And so you've taken that part of you, cast it into the shadows of your awareness, and when you see it in others, it's basically a projection of the hate toward that part. So... You see how this can get really interesting and also really complicated. Now, I don't want to take this to the full extreme, right? There's the spiritual trope of uh, we're all mirrors for each other. And I mean, on, on some level, you can take that to the absolute extreme. But what I don't love about this is that it can be used to pathologize someone's intuition that uh, that something is off in a person or a situation. So, uh, for example, if, if um, we're triggered by someone and, and then somebody says, well, we're all just mirrors for each other, that would suggest, oh, the fact that I'm angry right now means that there's something wrong with me or I have more work to do. So I'm, I'm not a fan of that even though that that can be useful to go, okay, yeah, what what is coming up for me? Uh, why is this here? 
but to to pathologize that intuition is um that's dangerous territory so i think we just need to hold more nuance here recognizing that yeah a lot of what does get activated in us could be because of some stuff that we don't like in ourselves and also it could just be because there's something genuinely off and and your system is saying this this isn't right for whatever reason now important to remember that just because you're accepting someone the fullness of them doesn't mean that you're endorsing them you can seek to understand why a person is the way they are and you can even choose to see the seeds of that behavior in yourself while still holding boundaries toward their behavior and still saying yeah i'm i i can empathize with where you are but it's still not okay in relationship to me and my own needs and also potential harm that i see you causing to maybe people that I care about and love. So there's a a big difference between casting a part of yourself into the shadows of your awareness and then projecting the hate you hold toward that part of you on anyone else who expresses it versus holding that part of yourself with compassion and presence, which is essentially integration, and then voicing your concern about how its expression in other people is causing harm to you, others, or the planet. It's a it's a subtle but significant distinction. And just one of the things that I do see right now in the age of cancel culture, which I'm not going to comment on as a whole, but one thread of that that is concerning to me is a refusal of many people to look at how that which they condemn may exist and often does exist in themselves. And it can often be the case that the harder we push against something or someone, the more they reflect something we push against in ourselves. Again, just want to reemphasize this is not always always the case. There's a way that we can be uh, pushing against something from a place of love and care and deep empathy. But it can also be hard to meet something in ourselves. And to acknowledge that we might have some similarities, even if on a much deeper suppressed level in us. And so it, it's just much easier to make that person wrong and join a bunch of other people who are making that person wrong as a way to protect having to do our own work. So the main invitation is just to explore your relationship to other people and how that might represent your relationship to yourself. And as you hold people with, with more curiosity, understanding, and empathy, you may indirectly be doing that for yourself and helping yourself move to becoming more whole. So thank you for your practice. If you'd like to join my text message community list to receive text message teachings delivered to your phone, you can text the word Instagram to 1631305 Thanks so much. Talk to you soon and take care.